history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Go ahead and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let the Sooner fans in your life know about Sooner state of mind. And if you're feeling really lazy, just shout, Hey Alexa, play Sooner state of mind podcast. It's a Texas showdown in the postseason, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up to the minute stats, news scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through to the World Series. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Sooner, state of mind, fam. How we feeling? Exhausted? Yep. Elated? Oh, yeah. Relieved? Damn straight. Collectively, let's take a deep breath. Breathe in. Hold it. And then exhale. Breath is the key to life. Anytime you're feeling overwhelmed, connect with your breath. It was not easy. But our Oklahoma Sooners found a way to escape the darkest of nights. Getting out of there with the 31-29 win over UCF. Finding a way and improving to 7-0. It was not pretty. It was not easy. What it was, was grimy. It was physical. It was digging deep looking within and doing whatever it takes to get the win. Yeah, there were mistakes, and at time it definitely lacked execution, but when the game was on the line, when they needed it most, these Sooners stepped up. We found out just before the game that Tawee Walker would not be playing We didn't find out until after the game that Walker was suspended for this game. Venable said he expects him back. I'm not sure what the exact details are. There's things floating around the interwebs. I'm not going to speculate or decide what is true. But I am willing to bet that Walker will learn and grow from this experience. And I highly doubt anything like this happens with him again. Now, without Walker, it was Gavin Sawchuck's opportunity. He got the start, but his start was shaky at best. But as we all know, 
It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Opening Sooner Drive, Sawchuck drops a Wildcat snap and then drops a third down pass. Thinking maybe he was a little too geeked, a little too fired up. Either way, he would definitely make amends. He wasn't the only one. Sooner's offense struggling a bit. They could not take advantage of good field position and miss an early field goal attempt. That's all right, though. The Sooners defense came out on fire. Forces the third of four straight three and outs. Ethan Downs picking up where he left off for his Texas. Trace Ford also dominating early. They helped set the offense up with great field position and on OU's third offensive position, possession, Sooners finally get it going. DG, a dime to Nick Anderson. Anderson, 29 yards untouched to the house. Mr. Anderson on the day, five for 105 and two touchdowns. Despite all that defense and multiple short punts, Sooners with great field position, it's only 7 nothing. A couple missed field goals, a turnover on downs, throwing a couple penalties, and now the Knights have life in this game. And that's the thing, man. The longer you let a team hang around, the more they start to believe that they can hang around. And then one play is all it takes. And that play would come for the Knights in the second quarter. Leading up to this game, we talked about R.J. Harvey being the dude, and he showed us why. On a third and three, Harvey takes it 54 yards to the OU one-yard line. Explosive. That set up an opportunity for the Sooners, though. Another epic goal line stand. Coming the identity of this defense. First and goal from the one, no gain. Second goal, no gain. Stutz with the TFL. Third and goal, another TFL. They're moving backwards, people. We're looking at fourth and goal. But Jaron Kanick gets hit with a taunting call. Unsportsmanlike. First down, half the distance to the goal. You just cannot have it. I know that wasn't his intent. But at the end of the day, it's a selfish play. And I get it. You're hyped up. But that is the type of play that can lose a game for you. And with first and goal, Plumley makes Kanick and the Sooners pay. He takes it in for the score. And despite all the early domination by the Sooners, this game is tied at seven. Not only that, it's like starting to feel a little off. We should be up big in this thing, but we're not. It's a tight game. Not feeling great at this point. Ensuing UCF possession. A couple of big plays. And the Knights are looking at another first and goal. This time, the Sooners hold. They force a field goal. But the Sooners are down in this game, 10-7. to How the hell does that happen? But even when it's not going well for this Sooners team, they just seem to be able to find the moment. 
Just over four minutes left in the second quarter. Lebby starts to drive, feeding Marcus Major. Sooners make their way out to midfield. And then it's dime time. To who? That's right. DG to Nick Anderson. Again, boom. 42-yard touchdown. All right, that's what I'm talking about. OU retakes a lead. 14 to 10. We're back to feeling good. Defense, let's get another three and out. We might even get more points before halftime. UCF. <laughs> These cats had other plans. JRP finds Javon Baker all alone. 86 yards to the house. Touchdown. UCF up 17 14. Caught Woody Washington peeking in the backfield. A little too aggressive. Not his best day. He would make up for it later. But Javon Baker, man, explosive on the day. Five for 134 and two touchdowns. Like I said, UCF up 17-14. What the hell is going on? Sooners have no flow on offense. They're making some big plays, but they're giving up some big plays. It's feeling off, looking and feeling a little grim, right? Anybody just like, oh, we got it at this point. I wasn't feeling that. UCF eating up some of that clock. Got a lead. But the Sooners with a nice drive to scumbag a field goal to get the game tied at 17 right before halftime. But the big play has killed us. And why can't we get... The running game going against these guys. We are running a little bit, but I thought we were going to gash these guys and run on them all day. No. It's not going down like that. Not at all. But we'll get into the locker room, get things sorted out, come back and put these nights away in the second half. OU's going to get the ball first in the third quarter, so... It's all good still. We're fine. Five plays in. Dylan Gabriel, the stoops, can't hold on. That ball pops up. It's an interception. UCF takes over deep in OU territory. Seriously, what the is going on? It's not how I envisioned this game going at all. I'm not digging this crap. But the defense... Comes up big yet again. Holds UCF to just three. But we're still down. I'm still down. UCF leading 20 to 17. Starting to feel like one of those days. The offense still sputtering. Defense holding up, but they're out there a lot. The Knights add a field goal. And now, what are you talking about? How the hell are we down? It's the fourth quarter and the Sooners are losing 23-17. to 17. Now we are really wishing we had those two missed field goals right about now. Starting to feel like that might come back to haunt us. But it didn't. Sooners defense bows up. Sooners offense responds. A nine-play, 65-yard drive capped 
with an 11-yard Dylan Gabriel touchdown pass to Drake Stoops. I need to do a little research. I need to look up how many of Stoops' catches result in a first down or touchdowns because it feels like a lot of them. It feels like most of them. And when they really need to have it, Stoops does that grimy work in the middle. Everything that needs to be done. But my favorite part of that TD catch, besides it giving us the lead, was Jaden Gibson's blocking on it. I see you, Jaden Gibson. Great effort. Great individual play. Drive blocking his guy into the end zone. Finding a way to contribute. Just as important as any catch. Maybe more. Staying involved. Getting in the game. He did have a sweet catch earlier in the game. But this block, man. That's when you know cats are dialed in. When they're laying it on the line like that. And that's what this receiving core does. And that's what this team does. And yeah, Jaden, I got you, bro. That scoring drive was also the first drive with some power running. I thought we were going to see much more of that. But you know what? (laughs) At this moment, I will take what I can get. You got to find some joy. Oh, you finally back on top. 24-23, but this game is still way too close for comfort, especially how this UCF team has exploded with big plays when it's looked like they were dead in the water. They've been finding a way to make some plays. Ensuing UCF possession, looking for a sooner to make a play to take this game over. UCF, third and six. All everything, five-star freshman safety, Peyton Bowen with a huge sack. Pause. (laughs) OU defense, 23 players with at least one tackle. And as a unit, three sacks, 13 TFLs. Ford, Downs, Laulu, Bowman, Bowen, Coe, Canick, Stutz, Dolby. All flashing. On Saturday. Great job, boys. That OU defense forces a UFC, UCF punt after the, the Peyton Bowen play. Still only a one-point lead. Seven and a half to go in this game. Need to run this clock down and end this drive with a touchdown. Sometimes the football gods do you a solid Asking you shall receive. Becoming a staple of this guy's game. Dylan Gabriel just making fourth quarter scoring drives look easy. Doesn't matter what's happened all day. Fourth quarter. This dude is locked in. I'll use final scoring drive. Oh, guess who? Drake Stoops. Two catches for 26 yards. Nick Anderson. Huge catch for 19 Gavin Sawchuk, 30 yards to the house. Finally, a big play out of the running game. And as he's going to the end zone, he looks to the sideline to see if he should go down at the one. He said, no, no, score. So he does. And maybe Sawchuk is finally healthy. He's starting to look like the sensation we saw versus Florida State in the bowl game last year. He was looking explosive. 
I like where that's heading. It'd be a great time to get this dude back healthy and ready to go. Offensively, of course, Dylan Gabriel, Stoops, Anderson, Stog with some big plays. Jaden Gibson, you make my list with that big block. Marcus Major, Gavin Sachuk. Those are my dudes for the game. Sooners up by eight, 31 to 23. Let's get a stop and get the hell out of here with this win. Sneak this one out of here. Feel good about it. But once again, JRP had a different plan. I got to say, it wasn't always good with this guy, but he kept finding ways to keep his team in the game. He leads a nine-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. Guess who? Yeah. Javon Baker again. The Knights need two to tie. But Kendall, the dinosaur is having one last roar at the meteor before it wipes him out. Dolby snuffs out the trickeration, blows up the play. Sooners with the two-point lead. Gus Malzahn dials up a halfback pass, you know, and I get the element of surprise. But if I'm UCF and I'm going down, I want it to be with my best players. Now, Gus knows his team better than I do. But from what I'd seen on the day, that's not the play I would call. Take it out of JRP's hand. It's not going to Harvey. No Javon Baker on the biggest play of the game. You take those guys out of it. But I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm glad he did. That turned out to work out for the Sooners. Like I said, two-point lead, 31-29. Just got to recover this onside kick and escape this game with a win. Still feeling a little nervous, of course. A lot nervous. It's going to be over soon, though. Here comes the kick. Goes to Farouk, but he muffs it. Oh, no. Squibs out. Luckily, Stog was there to fall on it. Stock with some great blocking versus Texas, some good plays in this one, and the most crucial moment of the game, dives on that loose ball. Sooners recover. Sooners hold on. Sooners get the win. Move to 7-0. and At the end of the day, that's all that really matters, but they almost had to learn a lesson the hard way. But they hold on. They also learn that last week is not this week. It doesn't matter who you beat. The only thing that matters is the game at hand. And these nights, they almost played well enough to win. Sooners almost played bad enough to lose. But I'll tell you what, for UCF, Traymon Morris Brash is one hell of a player. Javon Baker, he balled out 5 for 134, two touchdowns. R.J. Harvey balled out 23 for 101. But to talk about the damage did big play did to these Sooners, you take away the 86-yarder from Baker, and it's only 4 for 48 and a touchdown. Take away R.J. Harvey's 54-yard run, and he's 22 for 47. Big plays almost did these Sooners in. We've seen that throughout the season. That's something to tighten up. Got to get that taken care of. It could come back to haunt us. Hopefully it does not. But the theme here, 
is the Sooners continue to be their best when their best is needed. And even though they did not run the ball like I thought they would, and I have to admit, that's starting to worry me a little bit. It's not dire, but we need more out of the run game. That being said, I'll know use two scoring drives in the fourth quarter, 49 yards rushing on the first one and 40 yards rushing on the second one. 89 of the Sooners, 189 yards came on the final two drives. That's what I like. Didn't run the ball like we wanted to, but ran the damn ball when we absolutely had to. I'll take that, right? When we have to have it, you get it. That matters most. A few more positives. When you find a way to win the game on a day when you don't have your best. And at moments, individuals stepped up and made huge plays. I gave you my lists. And this is 100% a game this team loses last year. No doubt in my mind. You know that they would have. But now, this team found a way to finish again. That's becoming a trademark of this. And I just love it. I love the guts. I love the fight. I love the resolve. So much to clean up from this game, and it was a great wake-up call. I didn't think they were going to need one, but they did, and hopefully that was it. And the focus will be there moving forward. In his post-game presser, BV said, I love going in on Monday when I get to yell at the guys. You get that win, but there's tons of stuff to coach up. He also said, and this stuck with me, you're always a week away from humility. They got to learn, but it didn't cost them their goals for the season. So very valuable, but hopefully we can get this thing right. They're always a week away from humility. I think that will be a message throughout practice this week, but the takeaway is they won. They won the football game. They're undefeated. We live to fight again, and we are going to have to fight again next week against a very tough Kansas squad. Sooners weren't the only team to struggle this week, and we'll get to that in a minute. But more good news for the Sooners, specifically in the recruiting world. Getting a couple more huge 2024 commits. 6'2", 205, four-star linebacker Michael Boganowski committed to the Sooners on Thursday. And then it was four-star cornerback Devin Jordan also committing to the Sooners. Jordan, of course, Tulsa Kid, BV and company making a concerted effort to keep in-state talent in-state. This 2024 class is stacked. Cannot wait to see that. The future looks good. Speaking of good, more good college football action on Saturday. Number seven, Penn State, and number three, Ohio State. Buckeyes get the 20-12 to win. It didn't feel that close. That OSU defense held Penn State 26 carries for 49 yards and just 191 yards passing. Marvin Harrison Jr., 11 for 162 and a touchdown. Almost beat Penn State by himself. Setting up a huge game against Michigan in a few weeks, as long as they handle their biz, and I think they will. 
Uh, brutal for our guy Heupel. Number 17, Tennessee, and number 11, Alabama. The Vols feeling good, feeling great at halftime, up 20-7. to seven. However, two good quarters does not Alabama beat, or something like that. I don't know. Bama went on a 27-0 run in the second half and beat Tennessee down 34-20. Too much Jace McClellan. 27 for 115 and a touchdown. Bama moves to 7-1. and one. Big game coming up next week. Against them Bayou Bengals. Number 16, Duke. And number 4, Florida State. The Knolls rolling this one 38-20. Shutting Duke out in the second half. Jordan Travis doing Jordan Travis things. 27-36, 268, two touchdowns. At 62 yards rushing to his total. And the Deuce Spawn 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And FSU is pulling away from the ACC pack. Looking strong. Oh, a little more good news. Sooner fan, I know this one brought you joy. Number 14, Utah at number 8, USC. And it was Bryson Barnes in the Utes. Stunning, a half-empty Coliseum, 34-32. It was the Utes' fourth straight win over the Trojans. Barnes with three passing touchdowns. Caleb Williams with zero passing touchdowns. And as a team, the Utes rushed 47 times for 247. That's over five yards a clip. And for those playing along at home, that's back-to-back losses for Tebow and USC. They showed a distraught Caleb Williams on the bench after the game, wondering what went wrong. Mm, I think I know. North Carolina upset at home by a 2-5 and five Virginia. Probably knocks them out of anything. Oregon smashed the Wazoo Cougs. Huskies, Washington Huskies, do just enough to beat the Sun Devils. Don't look now, but Okie State is looking good. They roll the fighting John Denvers. Do not sleep on these pokes. We're going to see them in a couple of weeks. Bedlam right around the corner. And Tex Ass escapes Houston with the win, but they have a problem. Quinn Ewers with the shoulder injury. As of now, we don't know how long he's going to be out. But things could get mighty interesting in the Big 12. We'll be back in a couple days to preview the Kansas game and more college football week nine action. Go ahead and head on over to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows, type in Sooner State of Mind. You are locked. Ton of great content, every team, every topic, everywhere, Believe.com. If you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search the football dudes. We are there. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online. My name is Casey Mallon, and I am in the Sooner State of Mind.